We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks for Sports Illustrated over on Fan Nation. We got a hoops episode today. Ducks got a big recruit out on the recruiting trail, so we're going to talk about it. And to do that, I am joined by my good buddy, Michael Weisenberg uh, of Pro Insight, and he's going to break it all down for us, talk some hoops. He's uh, you know, gotten to, to do some of these evaluations, and, and I think he's got a great perspective that he has so kindly agreed to share with us. Michael, how are we doing, man? Doing very well, Max. Thanks so much for having me on and very excited about the commitment today. Absolutely, man. Well, let's hop into it. Let's not waste any time here. The big news of the day, Oregon picked up a commitment from 2023 small forward Mookie Cook out of Compass Prep out in Arizona. This is a huge commitment for the Ducks because obviously he's a phenomenal player, but I think there's also a little bit of added value because he is an Oregon native. Uh, spent the earlier part of his high school career playing at Jefferson, where uh, the, the Ducks also got Trajan Williams uh, in the football recruiting realm. But just kind of off the top, Michael, just kind of wanted to get your your perspective on the commitment and what you think he brings to this Oregon Ducks team. Yeah, Mookie was also a legacy. His sister ran track for Oregon. Um, I got to see Mookie and Trajan play their uh, last few it turned out their last few high school basketball games for Jefferson last year um, during the blue bracket, they had little brackets of, of tournaments and uh, yeah, Mookie ever since eighth grade, I, he was at an event called primetime 40 and he's just really stood out. I got to see him as a, a six foot four eighth grader. He's now about six foot seven um, great length. Uh, he's a wonderful athlete. And you saw today, if you were watching um, the Geico Nationals finish this amazing alley-oop, um, really good defender, a lot of versatility there. And um, the real go-to with Mookie is like, you know, he's can cut and slash. He's a great passer. Um, so he can be a secondary playmaker as well. And then he's really worked on a shot. And uh, I, I think that's going to be a, a huge kind of swing skill for him once he he gets to Oregon. But yeah, you love the the size, the athleticism, and just a, a lot of ability there. 
um, that certainly NBA teams are looking for and to contribute to winning at the college level. Yeah, so we get a little bit of insight there with the, the skill set that Mookie is bringing to the table. I have his 247 profile here on the screen. If you guys are watching us on YouTube, at Oregon Football Max Taurus is where you can find us. See us in that multi-platform excellence. Five-star forward came down to Oregon, my Zags. I'm a Gonzaga alumni <laughs> for folks who, who don't know. Alumnus, excuse me, alumni is plural. I'm a Zag alum. And then Kentucky was the other school in the mix there. So what, one other question I wanted to ask for you, Michael, what kind of message do you think this sends if you're you know, looking at Oregon at, as a recruiting power and, and Dana Altman? Because it seems like it's just a trend that we've really seen for a number of years now. Oregon is a force to be reckoned with with all the blue bloods in the sport. It has been a very rare occurrence where Oregon has beat out um, like a, a blue blood like Kentucky for a recruit. It just, it doesn't happen often. Uh, Bull Bull, I think was the last time it, re it really happened. Um, and then I, I actually got to go to Jamal Murray's college announcement when I was still living in Toronto, uh, where I'm originally from. And he was down to Oregon and Kentucky and uh, did not choose Oregon. But Mookie choosing Oregon, yeah, I think it, it's, it's a huge sign. Uh, the fact that Oregon's in the mix for McDonald's All-Americans, like it seems almost yearly at this point. And um, the fact that they're producing more pro prospects, not to mention what uh, is happening with uh, name, image, and likeness. Um, I, I think those all are, are factors that, that really help Oregon. Um, and yeah, I, I just think this is like an identity builder and, also, like two prospects who who just really kind of fit the mold of um, kind of wanting to build something at Oregon uh, in 2023 with Mookie Cook and Jackson Shellstad. Well, hey, you you practically took the words out of my mouth with my next question, man. Jackson Shellstad, another high high profile recruit in Dana Altman's 2023 Oregon recruiting class. Just give us a little bit more perspective there. What's it kind of going to look like, you think, or, or what value is there pairing a guy like Mookie with Jackson, who's another high-level in-state guy? I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of value. They also play together on Oakland Soldiers, so they have experience playing with each other for quite a while. Um, Jackson is just somebody who is a phenomenal shooter. Um, he was kind of like Westland's... Uh, new heir apparent to uh, Peyton Pritchard and very explosive. He's about six feet tall. So he, the height isn't necessarily in his favor, but he makes up with uh, just the ability to create separation, um, some explosive ability, even near the basket. And then his shooting is, I, I would deem it excellent at this point, just a great pull-up game ability to set up teammates, um, really good on-ball defender as well. So, yeah, I, I think uh, those two guys just having that experience playing together and um, I, I think genuinely really liking each other and it seems like they, they just – they might even have a possibility of playing together next year. Um, in high school, we'll see uh, what kind of happens there. But, um, yeah, they uh, – I, I think they really want to play together. And um, Oregon was the, the place that uh, they, they saw 
just uh, how they can build towards the future. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, uh, I think that uh, I, I'm, I'm really excited to see how those two, uh, I, I, like I remember when uh, you and I met Max, uh, Mookie and, and Jackson were-, were On the visit, right? On their, at their visit, yeah. So yeah, um, just two guys who I, I think genuinely like each other and have skill sets that complement each other very well. They already have some chemistry on the court as well, which is what you what you talked about there, Michael. Lots of great perspective on what Shellstad brings to the court as well. I know people hear that he can shoot, and that's got to be music to a lot of fans' ears out here in Eugene because that was something that felt like it was missing, having that, that consistent shooting threat on, on this year's team. So going to be fun to see those guys play together without a doubt. Wanted to get some of your thoughts on the 2022 haul for Oregon because we talked about Shellstad and Mookie. Those are 2023 guys, but Oregon is going to be welcoming some guys here in the not so far, not so distant future. So they're coming in uh, relatively soon. That is Dior Johnson, Kalel Ware, Tyrone Williams, and, and Brennan Rigsby. Wanted to get some of your thoughts on the pieces that Dana Altman and his staff have assembled here in 2022. And recently, Dior, I think he, he announced that he was uh, locked in with Oregon, which is certainly notable with Critch Crutchfield's departure to Omaha. So kind of a long-winded question, but just wanted to get some of your thoughts on the 2022 guys that are going to be headed to Eugene. Yeah, I see what you're saying there as far as Crutch going to Omaha. He was doing such a great job on the recruiting trail and uh, I think was a, a huge factor in landing uh, – I think particularly Kalel, and um, he he seemed very locked in when he was at McDonald's All American game, um, and I, I just think it, it's it's a really nice haul. Uh, Oregon certainly the three guards were the main players this year uh, with um, Will Richardson, Jacob Young, and Davion Harmon. Uh, Davion, I believe, will be the only one returning. I know Jacob's eligibility is over, and as I've heard rumors that Will Richardson may stay another year in college, there's no guarantee that he would be at Oregon. Um, but yeah, I just bringing in that guard depth with Dior, with Tyron Williams, with Brennan Rigsby, all guys who can well, Brennan, a really great shooter. The other two guys who I think can create a little bit, which I think Oregon was missing also. Um, and then uh, Kalel is a center who it seems like is rising up the recruiting rankings, um, just has a lot of ability, uh, spectacular athlete at seven feet tall, moves very, very well. Great timing is a shot blocker um, and just a, a good defender in general. And then, what he's able to do above the rim. Um, Oregon probably hasn't had that since like Chris Boucher or like Kenny Wooten. Um, and I just, uh, I think there's a lot of excitement there uh, with his ability to just come in and, and play right away. Dior is so talented and um, just somebody who has that ball handling ability, the ability to set up teammates, the pull up game. Um, so yeah, it, with Dior being locked in, um, I still feel like there there will need to be transfers to kind of make up the, the rest of the roster. Sure. And there's certainly a possibility. I know there have been rumors that Mookie could possibly 
uh, reclassified to 2022. He seems pretty intent on being. I think he clarified that it was 2023. He, he, I believe. he did. Things happen. So sure. we never sure. know. But yeah, he, he at this point, it seems like he, he's pretty locked in. But yeah, like it's it would just be great if they had a little bit more on the wing. Um, and like Eric Williams Jr. seems like he did he just hit the transfer portal? I, like, I, it seems like he's either not coming back or hitting the transfer portal. Yeah, um, it was pretty strange. It, it, uh, he originally, I think he, um, there was a report that he was going to be pursuing a professional career. And then there was another report that came out after that, that I believe said that he entered his name in the transfer portal while he was testing out the professional waters. So it seems like, uh, however this one ends up, it, it doesn't seem like he's yeah, going to be playing with the Ducks next year. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you hope for uh, expanded roles for Davion Harmon, for uh, Quincy Garrier, um, who I, I think showed some good things as a four. And, uh, you know, you just hope is a, a little bit more of a consistent shooter. Um, but, yeah, I uh, I'm I think that Kalel is just a an NBA prospect that Oregon really hasn't had um, – maybe ever so yeah like it's just he's he's going to be well I, at least in, in the dana altman uh timeline of things he, he's going to be very interesting and uh just all the news coming out of the mcdonald's all-american game is that he was one of the best players there as far as pro potential so yeah like having somebody there who's seven feet tall who potentially can stretch the floor a little bit and then really finish in the paint. Um, th that's going to be a, a big thing for Oregon basketball. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Tons of pieces to be excited about if you're an Oregon basketball fan. Feels like every time I see a tweet about Khalil where he's putting up some bonkers stat line with like a million rebounds and blocking everything that comes his direction. 
just a couple more for you, Michael. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. This one's a little bit off script, but what's kind of different, I spend a lot of my time covering football recruiting, right? And, and that's something that is a, a very drawn out process, but it can also come together pretty quickly. But with football, you have classes that are sometimes 20 plus guys, but with football, it's much, much more condensed. And I feel like you have to be really calculated with the guys that you're taking and they need to really fit your needs. How do you kind of feel like that, that approach maybe affects Oregon in particular, or maybe just some general insight into how Oregon, how coaches just really have to get the most out of these guys because they can only take so many. Yeah. I, I feel like recruiting has changed so much with uh, the way the transfer portals worked out. Um, one can ar argue whether that's for the better or not. I personally think it's really interesting and I, I, I'm all about player rights. So like, you know, the fact that a coach can just go and get a new job while a player would have to wait that one year. Like I, I, I like the fact that, you know, they now have that ability to at least that one time go straight to another school. Um, but yeah, that, that's really changed things. And I, I don't know if it's, um, as much of a factor in football, it, it seems like, uh, you know, it's certainly somewhat of one, but yeah, I think coaches, they really need to focus on getting the right players as well. Um, and th these are guys who you're, I think now you're more than ever kind of hoping are, are ready to play right away. So um, yeah, like the fact that Kalel and Dior can come right in and play at Oregon um, and now likely we'll have to like, you know, face some of these teams who are bringing in transfers who may have played at like, you know, some mid majors or, or smaller schools. You just heard today, like um, Arizona state got the Cambridge brothers, uh, Desmond and Devin. And, you know, so they'll, they'll have a couple guys who are contributing at some other schools. And um, I, I think that that's going to just be a really interesting thing to look at in the PAC 12 in general, but uh just with the way Oregon deals with things, Oregon's always been really good at, at getting these good senior transfers. Now they're going to have to get them across classes as well. Yeah, it's, it certainly helps Oregon that those guys are ready to go with, with Dior and Kalel. And I think having them ready to go maybe takes a little bit of pressure off some of the other guys. Not that they're not high level guys as well, but you can kind of ease them in and, and adjust their transition a little bit more to, to your needs. One other thing I wanted to ask you, Michael, we've kind of alluded to it a couple times here on, on this episode of the Ducks Dish podcast, talking with Michael Weisenberg of Pro Insight. Just some early thoughts on next year's team. Obviously, this year was was very underwhelming, I think would maybe be a good way to put it. Yeah. Just wildly inconsistent play from the Ducks on the hardwood, beating some of the best teams in the Pac-12, and, and then falling to really some of those bottom-tier teams that they had no business losing to things come to an end of the NIT against Texas A&M. And now we have some guys that we're waiting decisions on. Will Richardson being one of them, Eric Williams, not going to be back with the ducks next year. What are your thoughts on, on kind of how this team looks next year and, and maybe, maybe some early projections into how you think they could fare. Yeah. Max, much like last year, like around this time, when we had so many moving pieces and we didn't know who was going to come in and the transfer portal, it, it, it's pretty uncertain. 
Um, I, I think that, you know, they, they have a few starters in place. I, I'm kind of waiting for the, the shoot to drop with a, a couple other potential transfer portal entries. Um, but I, I think it's going to really depend on who they get, like, for the other guard, the other wing spots, basically. So, um, yeah, like, whoever they have at, like, you know, you have kind of like Damian Harmon is, is this off guard. You, you don't really want him running the team. You have Dior potentially running the team, but you'd like to have another competent player um, to kind of give some uh, initiator role to. And then just, I, I think getting like that, that shooting wing, the three and D wing potentially, like that, that's something else that Oregon really needs to look into. Um, so yeah, like otherwise, I, I it's hard to see them being that much better than they were this past year. But I think Dana Altman's done some great things with transfers. They certainly did that um, the year before when they bring in like, you know, they had, they brought in Eugenio Marui, but getting like an LJ Figueroa was a big deal. And um, yeah, like I, I feel like this team is still, there's still some things to be written just in terms of uh, scholarships and, and who they're going to replace. So the recruiting class looks very promising, um, but yeah, it's it's still so hard to say whether they're they're going to be competing at the top of the Pac-12 again. All right, getting some some good thoughts there from from Michael as far as what next season might look like. It's obviously incredibly early, but I know Oregon fans are are looking for their basketball fix after the the season ended. Uh, on a pretty sour note for both teams with, with the, the women losing in the, the first round of the NCAA tournament to Belmont, but some, some positive thoughts and definitely things to look forward to uh, coming in these coming next year in Matthew Knight arena, Michael, we're going to get you out of here, but before we do, I want to make sure that I give you the floor to, to plug where people can find more of you, what you're doing at pro insight, give us the socials, give us what you got in the works, any recent work you've been doing. Want to give you the floor, buddy. Thanks so much, Max. You can find me at NBA Draft Mikey V on Twitter. Um, and then at underscore pro insight, perspectiveinsight.com. I just had an article come out about um, basically giving a, a breakdown of the McDonald's All-Americans and uh, how they got to that point and what to expect for them in the future. I kind of expect that to be sort of an evergreen thing until they play in a college game or wherever they're playing next year. Um, and then um, Nike Hoop Summit next week, uh, event that's 12 of the best players um, who are high school seniors in the United States versus 12 of the best players under 19 from all over the world. That's going to be at Moda Center April 8th, and I'll be going to practices there. And we may see some future Oregon Ducks uh, play against Team USA in the, um, the scrimmages there. And then Kalel Ware will be in that game. Um, and uh, yeah, otherwise, go to perspectiveinsight.com. There's tons of great basketball content, a lot of really good interviews. Um, I know that we've done some with uh, with Brendan Rigsby, and um, we have a great video that we did with Jackson Shellstead as well. So yeah, just uh, a lot to look forward to from Perspective Insight and uh, their um, content with Oregon recruits. Absolutely. Well, tons of great stuff on the way from, from Michael 
definitely tap in with him and, and give him a follow. Check out his great work. That's all we have for you guys on this episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Huge shout out to Michael for joining the pod and helping us get our, our Oregon basketball fix. Definitely a reminder to you guys to follow me on Twitter at mtaurus sports and definitely head over to ducks digest for all your latest oregon ducks coverage we are in the peak full steam ahead with spring football with that getting back underway here in eugene so that's our focus right now but once we get a little basketball here and there you know we got to be everywhere all those big sports going on so we we dip our we dip our uh our feet and and our hand. I don't even know where I was going with that, but we're covering a little bit of everything is what I'm getting at. So I don't want to be rambling too much. Kindly ask you guys to like the video and subscribe on YouTube at Oregon football, Max Taurus. That'll do it for us. Big shout out to Michael for coming on and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.